guys, you're now tuned into Small Talk with Jordan Small, where the wine is poured and where we talk about all things relationships, situationships, hookups, and more. So I'm so happy you guys are all tuned in for the people who have tuned in to my first episode. I'm so excited to be finally doing a podcast. This is something I've always wanted to do, so I'm excited to just be doing it. So basically, for since this is the first episode, I'm just going to break down what this podcast is. So basically, this podcast is going to be a really chill podcast. It's just going to be basically me sitting here talking about topics that we all have lived or that our friends have lived, that we experienced, because this podcast is more geared towards people in my generation, like um, in their 20s, 18, 19, late 20, you know, that range of basically when you're going through trying to figure out yourself, trying to figure out what you want in a relationship, trying to figure out what you want a relationship, trying to figure out just, just, you know, everything. And it's like, in your 20s, you have so much going on. So hey, why not sit down and let's talk about it. So basically, that's what this podcast is. It's just hearing people's different experiences, uh, stories and perspectives on different topics we can all relate to. So I think it'll be super exciting. And interesting in future episodes i plan on having guests men and women so it's gonna be even more interesting even more exciting and even better episodes in the future we're gonna get even deeper in topics we're gonna talk all things that we all have gone through or experienced or friends have experienced or whatever so just saying you're gonna want to tune into future episodes and trust me, you're not going to only hear me talk in future episodes. It's going to be other people, too. So it's going to be super fun. Um, so basically, this podcast, we're going to have four segments. Um, the first segment is going to be a topic of the week. So every week, I'll have a main topic. This will be the broad topic, the really deep topic, the topic we get down and juicy and we like really break it down and talk about it. And it's most likely going to be a topic that we probably all have experienced or sadly we've probably all done or whatever the case is. So um, that's going to be the topic of the week. Uh, two is going to be a girl you didn't know. And I know, like I said, this this podcast is like kind of like a girl talk thing, but I always recommend guys to tune in just because some of the topics are like girl you didn't know or like has the word him or you know, a guy or whatever the case is in the name is definitely can be um, geared towards the man as well. So I always recommend guys to tune in. And I literally love having male supporters because it means a lot that guys want to hear as well. So, um, so the second topic is I was saying is girl, you didn't know, and it's going to be like, just kind of like, another topic of the week kind of just a different name so um this one might be a little more less about relationships or something but more about just like our growth as being 20 year olds and something we've all experienced so this one's a little more deeper in the sense of like it's not just about like dating or situationships or relationship with a man or woman um three is gonna be a wine review because you know we like to drink wine on this podcast so i'm a huge wine um, connoisseur, so I literally always have wine in my house, so I decide why not do a wine review and, um, just let you guys know what I'm pouring up for the weekend and what I'm drinking it or what I'm having for dinner or whatever the case is, and, sorry, my music played, (laughs) but, um, what, what am I drinking for the weekend and stuff like that, so I think that would be so cool, 
and hopefully you guys maybe go out and try the wine. And then uh, four is just going to be my advice segment where hopefully I get questions written in. This week I only have one because I'm guessing it's my first episode and people are like, I don't know if I trust this girl with my giving me advice. But hopefully as you episodes go on, we get more questions sent in and they're always anonymous. Nobody will ever know who it is about or who wrote it in but that one is called keep him or leave him and like I said just because it's keep him or leave him doesn't mean that guys cannot write in and it doesn't always have to be about a guy or anything like that the questions you send in the questions could be about anything the name is just the name so let's get in right into it we're gonna start off with segment one topic of the week so this week very interesting topic it the topic is love bombing so many people either probably experienced this maybe have done it not knowing or um doesn't even know what the heck love bombing is so before i get into like my um own experiences or perspectives or whatever the case is i'm gonna learn i'm gonna share you guys the definition of love bombing So, love bombing is an attempt to influence a person by demonstration of attention and affection. So, as you, you might be hearing that definition, you might be thinking, okay, what's the problem with, like, showing someone you care about them and making sure, making sure they know how you feel? The key word in that definition is influence. So, your attempt to influence. So, if you're influencing someone, it's kind of like you're trying to change their view on something to match you. So, that's the problem with love bombing. Basically, love bombing is, like, my definition of it. It's when someone kind of leads you on, in a sense, and, like, uh, to make you feel like you're bonded to them and like make you feel very like much in love with them and stuff when it's not really like true they're kind of only doing it so that way you feel attached so when we take a look at love bombing most of the time it's um a form of it's actually a form of manipulation um which it sounds crazy because it's like people when you hear love bombing you're just like okay so it's just someone showing a lot of affection to you like how is that a form of manipulation it's a difference from being um a, having a high value of love and love bombing someone or being in the honeymoon stage that we like all have been in before versus love bombing so high value love one sis or man you deserve the love that you um desire you everyone deserves that's like one thing i believe i have been as in everyone been screwed over several times by uh, a man um and I'm sure many men have been screwed over by women and many other girls have been screwed over by guys or whatever your um preference is whether it's men or women I'm pretty sure everyone has had that stage in their life where it's like dang nothing's working every person I date is like lying to me or using me or like I can't find the right person like what's wrong with me first of all nothing is wrong with you like you are doing everything right you're just not writing you're just not meeting the right people so sadly in your 20s your 20s are the time where you learn you learn the most about yourself in your 20s and it sucks it's tough because like you have so much other stuff you're trying to figure out like the 20 20s is just like a weird spot in life because 
you're trying to figure out who you are. You're trying to figure out what you want, what you want to do with your life. So it's just like a weird spot to be in. So it's like when you also have like the outsideness of like a partner who's like every person you're talking to keeps screwing you over every person you talk to keeps lying to you you're just like oh my god I give up I give up all I'm gonna say sis like of course take that time for yourself and if you want to take a break take a break but don't give up because just know you deserve the love you desire so now that I had to spill on that High value love and versus love bombing. So high value love is like a uh, a man or um who is gonna come at you and he's gonna he he's like you guys met you went on your first date or whatever first link what whatever people do now because I feel it's weird people don't even go on dates no more. But whatever you guys end up doing, and you know you've been texting, you've been hanging out, you've been tech talking or whatever. It's been like a week, and he's like y'all fucking with each other like it's it's heavy like y'all really really like each other and high value love would be if he's planning for the future he's not sitting here saying oh my god you're my soulmate i'm gonna marry you you're gonna have my babies all this stuff he's not saying that because that's a little much for like a week but he's saying more of like planning for the future like hey, I really, I really like you, like, I see, like, I see this going far, like, I really do see a future with you, and, like, in the future, like, I plan us, like, like, let's say, uh, for example, like, let's say he's, you guys met in college, right, like, and he's a senior about to graduate, and you're a junior, and he's really fucking with you, and he's saying, like, hey, like, um, I really like you, we've been vibing for a while, like, you know, we've been going on dates, or whatever, whatever you guys been doing, and he really likes you, and he's like, hey, I know I graduate soon, let's say it's like the end of the semester, he's about to leave, he's like, but I really see us going further with this relationship, and when I graduate, I still want to talk to you, I still want to do the long, and he, like, means it, like, that's, like, high value love, like, someone who plans, for the future and um makes you feel like sp- like of course compliments is amazing of course things like that but someone who is love bombing love bombing is very much seen to like be like done by a narcissist and a narcissist is a narcissist is most of the time um like more common in men not saying that women cannot be narcissists that's not what I'm saying at all but most of the time um it is done by a man and basically it's like a love bombing for someone who's a narcissist not saying everybody who does love bombing is a narcissist because there might be some men out there who've done love bombing and not even realize they did it so that's why having conversations like this is so important so you can acknowledge what you might do or like acknowledge what you have my experience with someone and be able to change it or look out for it so that's like the whole point of like talking about um this topic of the week so basically love bombing is most of the time a form of manipulation done by a narcissist where um they kind of have this sense of I'm going to like mirror what you want so they'll like narcissists normally like because they don't really have like the emotion and stuff like that they'll sit here and like 
really study a person. So, uh, so with love bombing, that's kind of what it is. They'll really study you. Like, you open up really fast to people. That's why we have to be more careful as women, or whatever the case is, to not be so open so fast like you can't sit here the first fucking date tell uh, a man all about the traumas and all about uh ptsd you've had from past relationships like first dates and or first links whatever you guys um do to first hang out should not be about talk let's talk about my past traumas it should be really feel the vibe out get to know them see if this is something you want to further continue I feel like honestly it shouldn't be like until like week three or like maybe week two if you guys are really fucking with each other that you start talking about past experiences and traumas and I have I'm pretty sure we've all done this before. I've done this because it's just, like, in the moment, like, when you really fuck with someone, you, like, it's really hard not to, like, open up to, like, someone you're just really vibing with, and it feels right at the moment. So, if you've done that, don't be harsh on yourself or anything like that because we've all done it. I've done it. So, just, like, we need to just take our time of not being so, like, open so soon and, like, letting people know our traumas on the first meeting or date. So, anyway, um, love bombing, like I said, it's, like, uh, the person tries to mirror what you want. So, like, if you're sitting here telling him, like, yeah, um, I've gone through so much with my ex, like, he cheated, he did this, I have trust issues, like, oh, I, I have very low, he, like, he broke my self-esteem, like, I just, like, um, this, okay, he's, like, in his head, he's, like, check, 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 oh, let me write that down, okay, I got that, so he's just, like, okay, so I know I'm gonna make her feel like she can trust me, I'm going to, you know, a sense, like, save her, like, He's going to be like, I'm going to save her because she is letting me know she has all these issues from past relationships, past guys that have done her wrong. I'm just going to do the exact opposite, even though low key, I know in the future I'm going to do the same shit. I'm probably going to cheat on her. I'm probably going to drop her. I'm just going to have sex with her, leave her, whatever the case is. Like, but it's like building a trauma bond, a trauma bond. And a trauma bond basically is something that occurs in a relationship where um, it's like a bond of, it's a bond from a response to abuse. So I'm not saying that uh, a love bomber or whatever the case is, he's sitting here beating you or he's like the worst person ever or whatever the case is. But love, like love bombing is a form of manipulation. It has been proven. It's if you read about it, that's what it is. That's what it's called. This is not just my own words, but it is a form of manipulation and manipulation is a form of abuse and trauma that you can experience in relationships. So um, trauma bonding is a psychological response to abuse. So when you experience, that's why a lot of times women who are in abusive relationships, they have a hard time leaving because they feel bonded to the person. Like you guys have experienced something together, even though it was caused by that partner. So that's as sick as it sounds and as crazy as it is. It's something psychologically a lot of people deal with and don't even understand they're dealing with it. So love bombing can create a trauma bond and obviously not as intensely as a trauma bond like um being in an abusive relationship but a trauma bond where you feel attached to the person in some shape or form because they have led you, they've saved you 
you have experienced the worst of worst of men and this man comes in and he's giving he's telling you everything you've ever wanted he's giving painting you the perfect picture and you've known this person for a week so you are now been manipulated to feel like this person is everything you need and you feel like they're attached but the outcome of love bombing is the sense of like codependence like they're creating that codependency and like um they kind of isolate you and in a sense of control because they feel like um like you just feel like oh my god like I need to talk to this person, I need to call this person, this person's everything, he's promised me so much, he's, he is everything that I want in a man, and it's like, honey, it's been a week, why do we have to go so, that's the thing about this generation, we have such an issue with feeling like we have to, like, speed up everything, like, having sex with someone, we have to do so, like, fast, and we're 100% adults, so if you want to have sex the first night, there's absolutely nothing fucking wrong with that, hey, girl, get yours, you know, bust it open, bust it wide. I'm a 100% supporter of it. But if you're a person who wants to take things slow, because this isn't just sex to you with this man, you want to actually get to know him, you want to see if he's worthy of giving your body to, you want to see if um, there's something more than just a sexual attraction there, it's 100% fine, and don't let anybody pressure you to make you feel like you need to give it up right away. If you feel like you would rather, like, you're horny, I get it, you're like, damn, this man is fine, he is, mm, he's fine, you know, I totally get it, because I've been there, but take the step back and realize, like, ask yourself, like, is this something I really want to do, because I've, as fucked up as it is, I know so many women, and even with myself, that have been pressured into doing things with guys, like sex, that you really didn't want to, and I ain't no rape you since, but just, like, you're kind of, like, the vibe, like, you're in his room, y'all kissing, you know, it's getting hot and heavy, and you're kind of, like, in the back of your head, like, I really didn't want to have sex with him this fast, but I'm gonna go ahead and do it, because I'm already here. You can say no all the way up until it's literally... any actually any time even if you've started sex like you know penis inside you can literally say no so if you like change your mind at any point a man who's worth it will be a man who respects it and a man who continue wanting to talk to you even though you didn't give up anything or the fact you gave him blue balls or whatever the case is like he was still like you know what like he might be a little irritated like because he'd be like damn kind of was ready but a real man respected. So it's just, um, so, you know, we get off topic a lot, but yeah, so that is that. So, um, oh, and this is another thing I wanted to talk about. So I, I do like research sometimes on topics before I really, um, talk about them on here because I want to have like my, like my experiences versus like, what researchers or um psychological um psychologists or other cases have said about the topic as well so um i did research and they said the average person normally takes about three months to fully be in love now this obviously does not match every story be in like every relationship every person because it just said the average person i mean so don't like come at me and be like me and my boyfriend we met and month I mean week three we were in love and I've been with him for six years I'm very happy for you like 
this is not gearing towards your relationship. It just said the average person. So um, that's just a statistic about the average person. So most of the time when you're love bombed, honey, he is not in love. He's just trying to build that bond with you and it kind of make you feel like you need him and attached. So just it's something to look out for. A red flag, um, some red flags with love bombing because I know now you're sitting here like, mm, bitch, I think I've been I've been love bombed before, like, but how can I, like, look out for it? Because now I know what it is, but how can I look out for it so it doesn't happen again? Basically, some red flags that we can all look out for is um, if he is crossing lines. He's crossing those boundaries that you set. So if you've set boundaries or he's making you feel like a kind of like, mm, I, don't, I don't know about this one, like, you know, like um, it's been week one, and we're talking about how many kids we want, Mm, I don't know, (laughs) like, if he's doing stuff like that, where he's crossing those lines, or even sexually crossing those lines, which that's a big no-no, that's, that's other, like, that's beyond, that's a huge issue, but things like that, if he's just crossing lines of comfort, probably a red flag, I will, not probably, it is a red flag, um, two, if he's just moving super, super fast, like, it feels it feels right in the moment, honey. Like it do. It feels great in the moment because it's like, damn, this is everything I want. You know, you get those texts and you get butterflies. You get happy to see them. Those good morning texts, whatever. But just know the difference of being high value loved and love bombed. You know, and then um, so stuff like that. Those are some red flags to look out for. So just basically, just don't forget to take your time and um, just know like that. The difference, like, you could, it's okay to be in the honeymoon stage, but it's also, you need to make sure you're not being love-bombed in a sense of, like, he's giving you false hope. He's giving you false dreams. He's telling you what you want to hear at the moment, but he's not going to keep those. Because once when he has lost feelings, it's like the devalue of you has diminished as well. And he's kind of like, eh, nah, you know, now that she's attached, eh, I'm over it. But if he it was if it was someone who genuinely like had high value love for you and it wasn't just the honeymoon stage, yeah, it might be more exaggerated in the honeymoon stage and because it's kind of just like this is a new like a new flame of love and stuff, but it's not gone, you know. So love bombing, that shit be there and then that shit gone. So it's just like, and now you have that trauma bond with that person, so now you feel attached and now you're sitting here double texting, which. 2021 we're not double texting these men no more so now you're sending paragraphs now you're calling now you're snapchatting now you're trying to see if he's active trying to see who he followed you're trying to look at his friend snap see if that's his thumb like in the background is that his hand is is he there so just you know just make sure you look out for it and stuff like that and just more of the story just notice the red flags now that you kind of have an idea of what it is make sure you look out for it when you're out here date casually dating and talking to people and just always remember when you're casually dating you deserve the love you want your standards cannot be too high if you have high standards and someone's like girl your standards are too high or if you tell a guy like these are my standards I'm looking for a guy who's this 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 and they're like the fuck your list has 30 things on it that is too high honey it's not because just because it's too high for them don't mean it's too high for you that's why it's your standard and not theirs so make sure you remember 
you deserve the love you want and the love you desire. And two, your standards are not too high. You just haven't met the right people that meet those standards. So just remember stuff like that. Okay, guys. So um, now moving on to girl, you didn't know. So I know I posted on my Instagram that I want to talk about self-love and insecurities because I think it's so important to talk about and it's so important to like know about and to acknowledge and have self-love for yourself. But um, I want to talk about something else instead. I'm going to switch it up a little. I want to talk about why is it important to be alone? So um this, like I said, this is a relationship podcast, situationship, hookups, whatever, dating. But in the mix of all that, breaking it down, the base, the main spot of where you should be is being your most comfortable um, self when you're alone. You can't have a successful relationship until you have experience being 100% alone. And what I mean by that is... So you're not codependent. You're not depending on someone else. You've already experienced what it's like to be alone. And you already know, if this person walks out of my life today, I will be okay. I will be okay. I might be hurt. I might be sad. I might be like, damn, I love this person. I don't want them to leave. It might hurt for some months. But you know you're okay because you have been alone before. You've experienced what it's like to be alone. You experienced that um the loneliness you experience the growth in our 20s it is so so important that we experience being alone um like i said i research all topics before i talk about them in my own experience and my own um perspective on them and um when it it look when it comes to being alone um, psychologists and everything have uh, done research on why is it important being alone in your 20s and they say it's because it benefits your social relationships and improves creativity your confidence it regulates your emotion um, and you can better um, deal with situations all of this comes from just removing yourself and I'm not saying be alone in the sense of like girl, you need to, you need to go through depression, you need to go through, like, crying by yourself, all that stuff, like, I'm not saying you have to damn near be depressed before you can grow and be with someone, I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying, like, don't forget who you are, don't forget, because so many times in relationships, we lose ourselves, um, I did this in my last relationship, I lost 100% who I was, I wasn't doing things that made me happy, I wasn't doing things that made Jordan happy, I wasn't doing things like um, painting, I wasn't doing things like um, go- like going on runs, like, that's why so many times in relationships, like, you, you, we see, I don't know if you've seen, tic- you have TikTok, or you've seen TikToks, where women put on a whole bunch of like it's called relationship weight or whatever the case is and there's nothing nothing wrong with putting on weight nothing wrong but I feel like it's because we lose the normality of what we used to do before which is like go to take that time alone to go to to the gym by yourself and yeah it's cute to go to the gym with your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever the case is but sometimes it is okay to do things by yourself and for you to put uh, for you to put yourself first because the problem is when we're in our 20s, this is the time where you grow the most as a person, right? 
You grow the most in your 20s. That's the time where you figure yourself out. You figure out what you want. You figure out your value. Figure out how much you, um, your like you figure out your self esteem, your confidence, uh, what you offer to someone, what some what you want someone to offer to you. Uh, you figure out your career, your life, everything. Everything is done within your 20s, and that's crazy because your 20s is only 10 years, and it sounds like so long, but you have so much to figure out in those 10 years. So if you spent your whole 20s with uh, one person, you figured out them more than you figured out yourself. You might know your man or your girlfriend like the back of your hand, but if someone asks you, okay, well, who are you? You might not be able to answer. You're like, well, I'm his girlfriend. <laughs> like, or I'm his boy, I'm her boyfriend. Because it's like, you know them because you've studied them. You experienced them. You're with them all the time. You know them. You 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 know that person so so well, but you don't know yourself. And this is something I did in my relationship. I got into relationship nineteen, got out of it twenty two. I yeah twenty two. So um, you know that was the beginning of my twenties. Of course, I still have like twenty three, twenty four. Rest of my twenty two. So I mean that's great, and I'm. This is the time where it hit me. Jordan, you have to be alone. You have to learn to be alone. Because when I got out of that relationship, all I, I didn't even know who I was. Like, I didn't even know. Like, of course I know I'm Jordan Small. I, whatever. But it's like, I didn't know who I was. Because I, I was with someone while I was trying to figure that out. And it's, sometimes it's just hard to do that. So... That's why I feel like it's so important to take that time to yourself. And it's so important to figure yourself out before you tro- try to go and figure someone else out. Um, Because, like, I literally knew that man like the back of my hand. Every look he made, I knew what he wanted. I knew what he was feeling. I knew when he was lying. I knew when he was sad. I knew when he was happy. I knew everything about him because I, like, you study someone at one point, we lived together, and that was even more, like, crazy, because it's, like, I, I, I know everything, I know, like, everything about this person, and it's crazy, but it's, like, I know him better than I know myself, and that should never, never be the thing, and that's when it comes in the sense of, like, which we'll talk about some other time, but confidence and self-love because it's like now I'm almost at a point where I love this person more than I love me because it's hard for me to love myself more than I love him because I know him more than I know myself. I I love him so much because I know him. I know the person he is. I know everything about him. I know more than he knows about him. Like I know that man, but and that's why I love him so much. But do I love myself that much? Because I don't know me yet. So that's why it's so important that we take this time and we be 100% alone. I went from that relationship and got a place by myself. 100% by myself. I went and got a, 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 I have a car. I went and did all this stuff. I joined the, got into the speech pathology thing I wanted to do. All of this stuff by myself. And I learned it's okay to be alone. And I learn more and more every single day more about myself. I learn that what I like, what I don't like. I learn that I believe in thing called quality over quantity, that I need high value people. I need people who are best for me. I need people who 
are going to be there when I'm at my lowest and also be there when I'm at my highest. Not just be there when I'm at my highest versus having 3,000 people who all just want me at my highest but not there when I'm at my lowest. So it's so important to realize what you, like to go through life when you're alone and figure out what it is you want, whether it's friendship, relationships, family, um, future, with yourself, what you want to become, the woman you want to become or the man you want to become. It's so important. So that's why I hope people just like, and I'm not saying <laughs> listen to this podcast and if you're in a relationship, go break up with your boyfriend because um, Jordan said you need to learn to be alone first. No, it's okay if you're in a relationship and you can even do this while you're in a relationship. If you are in a relationship and you realize like, okay, this is a man I want to marry. This is the girl I want to be with for the rest of my life. I don't want to leave to find myself, but just take time for yourself. Not going to break not going to split, but make sure you do things solo. Like, go on a date by yourself without your partner. Go get your nails done without your man sitting there with you. Go spend time with your friends and have girls' nights without bringing your boyfriend. Like, doing things like that, taking time. Maybe go on a, a girls' vacation. Guy, go on a guy vacation with your friends. And I know people are like, uh... I don't want my man going to Miami by himself. But if you are in such a solid relationship, that was one thing I've always experienced in relationships. A person will cheat. A person can cheat on you at Walmart. So what's the difference of them going to Miami and cheating on you there? It's just going to be, what, a better-looking girl in Miami? A more naked girl? I'm not going to say better-looking, but a more naked girl because she's going to be on a beach. Like, regardless, if someone's going to cheat, they're going to cheat anywhere. They can cheat on you in the library. They can cheat on you damn near at church or a funeral. As fucked up as it is, it can happen. So if you're in a relationship where you don't trust your man to go on a a male's trip to a guy's trip to like Miami or Vegas or something, then you probably shouldn't be in that relationship because there's no trust. So, and if it's vice versa, if you don't trust your girl to go to Miami, then you probably shouldn't be with her because she, you guys haven't, solidified in the relationship that there's a level of trust where you could do this and I know you're not going to hurt me and we're we're like this we're like you know we're on the same wavelength we're on the same level of trust where we know what it is and we like he FaceTime you he could be drunk as fuck and then he could FaceTime you before he go to bed that's like what a real relationship looks like like just the reinsurance without even asking for it that's what you want in a person and that's like why I've always like never told someone like they can't do something but I mean the back of your mind you know you might be sweating a little but you know you gotta let people we're in our 20s we can't date in our 20s and tell someone you can oh you can't experience your 20s because you're with me that's what causes issues so just remember let them experience it let them grow let them be by themselves don't hold them back but if he's showing you okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, but I'm also gonna do this to you too, that's when you gotta leave the relationship, but yeah, so things you could do to be alone, uh, you don't have to do extreme like me, like, get a, a full apartment by yourself, and, like, fully live alone, but just have nights to yourself, do, like, self-care nights, um, really learn who you are, and I'm not, um, just, like, be okay with spending time by yourself. You don't always have to be on FaceTime with your boyfriend while you do stuff or your friend or whatever the case is. Like, it's okay to do things by yourself. Maybe go on a walk. Um, really get in tune with yourself. Do things that make you feel good. Um, 
learn more about what you like and what qualities you want in a person and stuff like that so just don't forget to experience being alone okay so um now we're gonna get into uh the best part of the show just saying my favorite part which is the wine review okay (laughs) So, for this week's wine review, we're going to, um, oh, let me just say this. My wine reviews are not the most, you know, expensive, uh, high-quality wine you can find from, like, shipped in from Italy or Paris or whatever the case is. No, these are, like, cheap, cheap wines that you can buy from your local supermarket or you can buy from, you know, a liquor store or something like that that's literally like, mm, $10. So, <laughs> because if this whole podcast is geared toward people in their 20s, we're, you know, penny pension. We're either college students or, hey, if you got it like that, then, you know, put me on some wine. Send me some reviews. But most people are probably going to be college students or people, or at least people who are trying to figure out their income and, like, stuff like that don't really want to spend $50 on a bottle of wine or whatever the case and hey that might be cheap to some people but you know what I mean so um we're gonna keep it nice cheap but yummy and tasty and we'll get you tipsy so this week the basic of all basic wines Stella Rose um the one I'm choosing this week is Stella Rose Black if you haven't had it run don't walk go get it. it is so yummy it's so good i recommend it to literally everybody and their mother so good um it's like a nice mix of like bitter and sweet it's so good it's a red wine it's so yummy um i definitely recommend it it's only like 14 10 it's not too pricey won't break your bank won't break your pockets it will get you a little tipsy um it's very nice wine you know maybe if you have like a little boo or maybe like we were talking before if you want to like you're trying to learn to how to be alone you could definitely do a wine night by yourself it is the best thing ever I do it all the time who doesn't like watching like I don't know if you watch Bachelor in Paradise that's what I've been watching recently or if you're into like any uh, movie or whatever shows you watch kicking back getting a glass of wine or the best thing ever is taking a nice bath with a glass of wine and watching either a podcast or maybe listen to this podcast with a glass of wine or any other podcasts or listen to music or whatever the case whatever you're into just you know make sure you do it with a glass of Stella Rose Black you'll not regret it and of course I barely had this is a new podcast don't have that many listeners yet so none of these wine reviews are sponsored but maybe in the future we'll be sponsored or maybe we'll drop our own wine who knows so yeah so now we're gonna get into the last segment the keep him or leave him the best part of the segment the most interesting well not the most interesting part but a really really cool part um like i said um i only have one question for this week Um, But I please, uh, and I really encourage people to send in uh, questions. You can uh, DM them or whatever the case is to my Instagram, Instagram called podcast-small.talk. On there, you will 
you can just DM the questions. Like I said, your name will not be ever, ever be revealed. And if it's about a specific person, you say, like, I know who the person is because I know you guys are dating or, like, I see on your Instagram or if you put a name or if this is... It can also be about friendships because that'll be some topics, too, about friendships. It won't always be about a man or a woman um, relationship. But um, whatever the advice is... um, it will never be revealed. It will always be anonymous. So, for this week's question, it's nice and juicy one. The uh, person said, "Why do my ex lie about his new relationship?" Ha, girl. <laughs> this is an interesting one because why do my ex lie about his new relationship? Um because point blank period he wants you to be side chick i mean that's just ripping the band-aid off he wants you to still be available option in case his new option doesn't work his new uh relationship doesn't work out you're always what he can fall back onto because you're always there and i'm not even gonna say he still has feelings for you because i mean you guys aren't together like and I feel like it's more you're just kind of an option. Like, maybe sex with you was really good. Maybe you did, you know, Godcock 3000. I don't know. But I feel like if he really, like, loved you, you wouldn't just be an option. You would be the one. So I, that's just how I personally feel. That's why I have a really, um, I have this thing where I don't believe in going back, giving out second chances once I left. So if I've left the relationship or left the situationship or whatever the case it was, I'm not going back. <laughs> I'm over it. I've done. I've moved on. We could be cool. We could be friends. But sexually or romantically, that would never happen again. Because I refuse to be a man's um, second option. Or I refuse to let a man do what he did to me before again after I've already left and grown. Once when I've grown, there's no coming back from that. So I always say leave exes where you left them. Don't go back. So, I don't understand why you're even concerned about his new relationship. If he's in a new relationship, this man has moved on. He has moved on to a whole nother relationship. Not even just a new fling, a new fuck buddy, a new girl he's having sex with. This man has asked this woman to be in a relationship with him. He has made that step. And I feel like um, you need to do the same. You need to let him go move on from him and you need to move forward and meet someone what did we say earlier high value love you deserve the love you desire and that is not i know you i don't know you but i know that that is not the love you desire you don't deserve a man who is making you a second second option to another woman so he's sitting here every night going to bed with this woman telling him he loves her whatever the case is taking her on dates while you're he's sitting there sneaky linking calling you that's not okay and he just downgraded to what you like he downgraded your value at one point this was your boyfriend so you at one point you were his girlfriend he has now downgraded to you where you're his side chick sneaky link sneaky phone call girl so don't take that don't accept it leave him alone don't even if if you can block him um and just fully move on from the situation. And if you want to have that conversation with him to let him know 
because um, I know sometimes that's good closure if you want to have that conversation let him know like hey I will not be devalued um, you have a girlfriend I don't even think we should be talking and you don't don't go off and be like I know you're lying about your no just let him know like hey I think um, we're best if we don't speak anymore or whatever the case is and don't try to be friends because you're still having you still have emotions towards him because you care about what he's saying about his ex-girlfriend you care that he's lying so this man clearly he um has lied in your past relationship because he's lying in the fact that you guys aren't together so I know he lied when he was with you whether it was about cheating or whatever the case was he's a liar so you need to just leave him where you left him and move on and um don't worry about what him and his new girl are doing because when you find that man and that man that gives you the love you desire you won't care what anybody's doing you won't care what him and his ex-girlfriend are doing because you found what you've always wanted and what you deserve so just let it go move on from him let them be peaceful and spend that time alone like we talked earlier spend that time alone do some growth find out what you want what you need and what you desire and who you are by yourself and then let's find someone else because as I um I don't know if I said this before but when you get in a relationship with someone they should never be everything they should always be um a, a addition to you they show they should never be your main source of happiness they should always be an addition to your happiness they should add happiness but they shouldn't be the happiness of your life you should be a hundred percent happy in your life and then you go on and meet someone and they're in a they add happiness they add stuff to you they don't bring everything they're not you they don't bring everything you should bring everything to yourself and then they should bring something some addition to it so that's what i think you should do um hope it helps hope you know it all works out for you um but yeah so this is the end of the small talk um I thank you guys so much for tuning in I hope you enjoyed the episode like I said in the future it's going to be even more juicy it's going to get better and better maybe you know when I have guests we'll be sipping some wine you might hear some wild stuff we'll be sipping the wine review of the week so um Next week, I'm hoping to have a guest on. I will be posting on my Instagram. Um, like I said, it's called podcast-small.talk. I'll be posting on there um, like who I'll be having on when I just figure out who the guest is going to be. And I'll always post what topics will be for the week and stuff like that. So, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode and you loved it. And I'll hear for, talk to you guys next time. Yeah. Yeah.